You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. And welcome back to The Recovered Life Show. It's Thursday, November 24th, 2022. Happy Thanksgiving, Christina Dennis. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, Damon Frank. (laughs) Gobble, 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 gobble to everybody that's out there. This is the Thanksgiving show. You got it. Uh, It's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody uh, who listens to the Recovered Life Show and your friends and family. Another Thanksgiving. It feels like we were just there. Yes, it feels like Like, it does. Last last week. I I can't. I'm I'm freaking out about this. Yes. Christmas is five weeks away or I don't even want to talk about it. Now you're blowing it for me. Now I have anxiety. (laughs) Now I already have Christmas anxiety. So I do want to announce for everybody who follows us on Clubhouse and has followed the show forever, uh, the Christina, the big turkey caper, my big, huge inflatable turkey I put in my front lawn, which was missing. I thought it was stolen in some sort of attack, was found and placed on the front yard and is inflated. Nice, because you legit were concerned, and I, I was concerned for you. I mean, I was like, I just like on the level of concern, I was like, I was like three steps from doing a police report, <laughs> kind of like I wasn't quite there, but I was starting to freak, you know, because when you get over 50, Christina, sometimes like I clean, you know, you know me, the decorations every year, I do the decorations, yes, 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 my yes. family wants to do that, and I this year. I actually did something that was quite shocking. What's that? I actually prepped and got it done early. Put Yes, I put Halloween away, got it out, and I brought my turkey, my inflatable turkey, and the box, and put it by the Christmas. I already got Christmas ready to go. It's in the backyard ready to go, right? Because we have a rule, no Christmas until Thanksgiving's over. It's kind of like you don't want the turkey to die in vain. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, it was gone. The turkey dis had disappeared. Had disappeared. <laughs> so I spent a week looking for it, and just to realize later that I had actually put it away again in the garage. Yeah, so we it's fact. we weren't we weren't going to tell you, but I I do know you put things away too. You know, I'm going to tell you something. You know, when I put out my Thanksgiving decor, when today? <laughs> no. Okay. Well. Yes. All right. Two sides okay. of the coin. All right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's okay. But you know what? And that's what this show's about. It's a Thanksgiving show. You know, look, I, I'm so glad that we're back. We did the Monday show announcing about the Recovered Life Network yeah. and everything that's going on there. And it's been, even since we did the show, it's been growing. So thank mm-hmm. you to everybody who has joined and has gotten that membership. Uh, and uh, all of you who signed up for free, uh, we yes. we love you. So great to connect with you there. But we wanted to do a Thanksgiving show because, you know, look, we want to talk about our experience with Thanksgiving. Right. Which is what our shows are about, Christina, like our living sober. And after, look, jointly, we have over 50 years of continuous sobriety, uh, almost 60. So it's like we have some we've done some Thanksgiving sober. Yeah, we've been sober. And uh, I think it's really important to uh, come on. And first of all, just say uh, we recognize that not everybody is going where they want to go. Not everybody has a family uh, that they can spend time with and share a little bit about, uh, you know, my personal Thanksgiving. Some years have been better. Uh, 
for uh, for me personally, and we recognize that. And sometimes in recovery, it can feel like you're the only person you know who doesn't have a place to go, or it can really uh, amplify loneliness. And that is one thing that I love about recovered life and recovery in general is that um, I really didn't start celebrating Thanksgiving until you know a couple of years after getting sober. How about you, Damon? You know, I am glad to say that because everybody's Thanksgiving is different and mm-hmm. I've had different Thanksgivings over my sobriety. It, not everybody has a huge giant inflatable turkey in their front yard. No. I will I will, I will do that and I didn't in, in my first couple of Thanksgiving sober that wasn't my reality either. You know, I think it's a tricky time. It we talk about Halloween being mm-hmm. the gateway Yes. Uh, And, you know, we talked a little bit uh, last week about seasonal depression and a Mm -hmm. lot of people get into this, which affects, you know, depression affects a lot of people who are in recovery. And um, I think we're in it, you know, like, look, even on the West Coast, it is it's cold, it's windy. Mm -hmm. We've had Mm -hmm. rain, we've had weather. And on the East Coast, it's already it's snowing. It's Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Right. So I think people are in that full seasonal shift. During this period of time, and it's become more of a reality when they wake up, it's dark, you know, when you wake up, it's dark when you go to bed. It's like, it's the thing. And so I think by the time you get to Thanksgiving, I've noticed that, you know, one, you're a little, I'm a little fatigued sometimes. And, (laughs) and if (laughs) you're, you know, look, if you're like me, you know, we've got family events and we've got stuff. Thanksgiving's work. It's not just fun, you know? Yes, so yes. there's a little bit of sometimes anticipation or dread that can go into it. And I, I know I've had a lot of, co- you know, coaching clients and, you know, people that I've worked with years in recovery, Christina, that are like, you know, um, I'm starting about a week before I start to get dread about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yes. This week I had plenty of uh, one-on-one coaching sessions with uh, people that I'm working with. And yes, there's uh, a lot of anxiety around it. You uh, may or may not be going home to a family that may or not be, may or may not be where you want to be. Uh, there's a lot of expectation around this holiday, uh, just as a society. And we, we know that we just were celebrating Thanksgiving in the United States, but there's a lot of, you know, it's got to look perfect. It's got to be perfect. You're going to spend time with people that maybe you drank around, maybe you're walking in and there are still some things that need to be cleaned up. Uh, it can be a lot of work for people. Um, and I've been on the other end where it's uh, where I've dreaded it and just went, I got to just go get it done. Um, yeah. I've had Thanksgivings though with my son uh, where we didn't do Thanksgiving like the rest of the country. And I remember that there were times, even in double-digit sobriety, that I had to just say, it's another day. That's what it is. It's a day off from work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not, I I don't believe in forcing feelings, you know, about it, like bringing on more, judging myself for being a little depressed. But I can tell you that I never even had a chance to enjoy a holiday before I got sober. And that's a big, um, that's at least a positive. Well, I love this that you're talking about that because a couple of weeks ago in old school uh, and you attended that meeting, we were talking mm-hmm. about gratitude. Yes. And it was interesting because, you know, you have to have over three years of continuous sobriety to be in that meeting. 
but many people in that meeting have been, look, they, they've been sober for decades. And so it's interesting, the perspective. And, you know, one of the things is people still struggling with gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. I know I struggle with gratitude. Like one of the core principles of Thanksgiving is being thankful, having gratitude, right? And a lot of times yes. we're so, you know, wrapped up into making sure that everything is perfect all the time for everybody. Right. And that we cram every little thing in. Well, we got to do the Black Friday shopping and we got to do this, mm-hmm. we got to do that. That we, that we don't actually have time to really be grateful for what we have and the people around us, whether that's just you and you have a place to stay or you have someone in your life that loves you and you love them, right? Or you have a huge family um, and you have a big event. Like a lot of it is not about actually being thankful and grateful. So for me, I know we're going to talk a little bit later about some of the ways that what we've learned through Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. means over. Mm -hmm. But for me, it is a way to look at gratitude a little differently to kind of rack focus it because I'm going to tell you, and I said it in the, in the thing, like I, I, it's hard because the world is kind of a mean place right now. Like there's a lot (laughs) of people like in a self-entitled world, how do you be grateful? Right. 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 And you can just the basics of what you have. It's it's so true. And it's really, you have to be on guard almost so that you don't soak up. I'm a sensitive person and it has been a troubling three years. You know, we're, we're just out of the pandemic realistically, and there has been a lot of loss. There's a lot of dissension going on in our world and there is a lot of entitlement. And I feel like, uh, I, I was, um, I definitely have moments of that, but thank goodness for the art of gratitude, the science of gratitude, because it gets me focusing on the right things. And I learned a long time ago, what you focus on gets bigger. So I grieve what you need to grieve. We're not talking about being Pollyanna here. We're not talking about, you know, uh, looking at the negative and staying on it or never seeing it at all. We are realist here. But I have learned that if I can make sure I'm around people that are grateful, make sure that I'm awake, alive, I'm in tune, I'm actually in my body because for recovering codependence, we work really hard checking on everybody else and then we don't know how we feel Um, and making sure that I'm around people that have the same kind of belief system as I do about looking at and finding the good things that day. Yeah. You know what's interesting, and this is, I I love that you bring this up too. And one of the things that that was brought up in that meeting that we both attended at Recovered Life was about how in early sobriety, a lot of us have nothing because we've lost everything. We Mm -hmm. have no people, places, and things even to be resentful about, right? Right. (laughs) A lot of things are just, I know for me, it was just a series of God taking things away. that, that, that I had had, right? Like, so, but how more grateful I was then to wake up sober and just Mm -hmm. have what I had, which in comparison to what I have now, um, is nothing. 
is right. not it was nothing right but how much more grateful i was then when i had nothing and now how hard it is sometimes to get grateful i mean i am mm-hmm. grateful but it's yes. harder sometimes right yes. and we 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 talked about how what it what a trip that is like how you have to go back and just start with the basics and that's something that i've been doing in my life it's like looking at the small things and really focusing on what's in front of me that I have to be grateful for to get back there. Because we all know infusing gratitude in your life and feeling that you are grateful and having the feelings of being grateful, Christina, right. mm-hmm. is magical in a weird way. There's some weird magic thing okay, <laughs> that happens that teleports us into a different realm of existence that is much better than just trudging through life. Absolutely. Well, we did a whole show on it. So, you know, check the the uh, search button. We did a whole show on the science of gratitude. It absolutely is real and what it will do for you. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's different than grieving. Uh, it's different than acknowledging. Yeah, things are going to be tough. Get a plan. If you are going to your family's house later, call somebody beforehand, call somebody after. You can have a plan to get through those. But when you are by yourself or, you know, like we will be shortly with our families, take that moment to really look at everything that has happened for you. Because spending your time there is really the way that we get better. And we know that there's something positive to come. And so I just... um, you know, I heard it when I was new. I didn't want to hear it. I thought it was stupid, but it is absolutely the truth. You keep moving forward. You keep trying. And as I said just five minutes ago, if you can't get there, focus on something that makes you happy outside of the holiday mm. because mm. you want to cultivate that practice of gratitude so that you can be present. Your little reticular activating system is looking for other good things to happen. Oh, totally. And you know, and it's funny because just the basics of this, of what's in front of you day to day. And I want to, I want to share a few tricks of some things that we've learned that we've applied. You, you just, you just dropped a golden one there, guys. Like I, like that is good. That is really good advice that you just gave because it's hard to get there. I'm going to tell you, it's hard Mm -hmm. to get there sometimes because you have to suspend your mind. And especially in early sobriety, that chatter, right, is going Mm -hmm. on all the time of like, you should do this. You don't have enough. What if you had that? You can't be happy until you have this. One of the things that I've been doing, and this is so, I've been, I've been telling everybody about this. I think I called you up and said, oh my God, I just (laughs) did this thing that's been so amazing for me. I realized that I had had a lot of clothes that I wasn't wearing. Right. But I knew I'm going to wear them someday. But with the pandemic, right, like you're not wearing the same kind of clothes that I'm like, you know, I'm not wearing the 80 dress shoes, pairs of dress shoes I've got. All right. 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 I'm just not as much. It's just like a different world. So one of the things I did is I took everything out and I put together like 10 outfits Mm -hmm. that I really liked and I put them together and I put them up and every day when I bring them out, I'm grateful that like, like this shirt I had worn my little Thanksgiving like raglan shirt for a while. Uh-huh. I'm like I look like a road comb, but I love the shirt. It's fun to wear, <laughs> right? Like I was so happy when I found this today, and I was just like, and I put it on. I was just like, oh my god, it was great. Now the funny thing is, 
sometimes we're living in such abundance because of our sobriety. And right. it might not feel like abundance because look, I'm always the one that's like, I want to like, I want this and I don't have that. And I should be doing this. And why am I not going on this trip? Like one little trip around Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a bunch of stuff I don't have. Right. But just being grateful that I have clothes to put on. Right. And right. that I like it like, Hey, I like the show. Oh my God, this is great. Like it, it's really changed my focus because I don't have a lot of stuff around me. And I've always been kind of a minimalist in, in, mm -hmm. a, in a way to a certain degree. So for me, it's kind of refreshing, but it's like, I'm so thrilled when I pull that outfit that's already pre-curated out. It's like, wow, everything fits and it's nice. And like, <laughs> I love it. I have to worry about what shoes I'm wearing. I've already kind of figured out, right? Like I'm so grateful mm -hmm. that like when I get dressed, it's like, wow, that's really infusing. And that's a small little thing that anyone can do, right? Right. Right. A small yes. little thing that anyone could do. Or, you know, don't have access to as much food as you normally have, even if you have the money to get it. Right. The fact right. that you're enjoying what's in your refrigerator and putting a dinner together and doing it and spending time and focusing on that, just these small little things, it really changes my mindset as somebody who's in recovery. Yes. Yes. It's so good that you're talking about because it is important to find the little wins in your life right now. If you can't get from, you know, we're not asking you to go from, you know, uh, trouble and stress to just pretending that nothing is right. You can find something in your life to be grateful for, no matter how small it is. And you can focus on that feeling and grow it. So I, um, I know it's like having opposite trains going the opposite way. I want everything to be great. I have, I want those promises, you know, I want it to be there, but right now I'm, I'm sitting here and it seems impossible. Focus on the very next step mm. so that you can see where you can go. And, you know, another thing that really helps around this season is to reach out to other people that maybe don't have what you have. Giving is, you know, not in a codependent way, but giving or, you know, make a list today of 10 people that you want to text. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for you. I belong to a group that does this and it is so helpful, but I'll tell you, it's a lot more fun for me to send out a personalized text to somebody saying how grateful I am for, for them and something that they've done. I get in the feeling, you know, okay, it's not I about whether this. they respond. I get in the feeling and I am truly grateful for them. Okay. So repeat that again, Christina, because I want to make sure that everybody grabs this because I have to tell you, I've done this the last couple of Thanksgivings, mm -hmm. especially so, for the pandemic. I actually do this with video. I think yes. you've received one like little uh -huh. video messages, just telling people why you're thankful for them. Can mm -hmm. you repeat how you do it again? Because this is such a game changer. I, I write a list of 10, 10 people and I don't just take, uh, don't just text happy Thanksgiving. I remember a story about something they did or in our friendship that I want to show that I'm grateful for. And every time I come up with the text to let somebody know I'm thinking about them, I am in that gratitude. You know, I get to see how rich my life really is. And so that's a, an exercise of focusing on what is good. And I swear to you, it's better to send them than to receive them. Absolutely. You know what? You're so right. Like, I spent an hour in my backyard on my cell phone last Thanksgiving doing that. Just mm -hmm. And actually, I do it for the week, actually. 
if That's I think nice. somebody and I, you know, I'll do it because people all like, oh, I forgot this person or this person, you know, the power of the thank you. And, you know, in years of just being in business, just thanking clients, just, hey, thank you for being in business. They're like, thank you. Like, I think it's the stuff that's in front of us. We're so busy. I know I am. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm so busy about getting and protecting a lot of the times, right? Right. That I don't enjoy the gifts that I've been given. And I'm going to tell you one game changer here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I love the secret that you've done that I'm going to tell you a game changer. And people are going to slide right over this as well. And they always do. Mm. And I do. But this is a game changer. I have to remind myself a lot of the times, and I do have a little practice in the morning. I have to remind myself that the, the, that the pure fact that I woke up sober right. is all the gifts I really need. <laughs> like, yes. wow, that's a big deal. And I, and I know... People are listening to this, Christina. They have five years of like, I'm not where I thought I'd be when I write. Like, I'm not, I didn't get the promotion or the business didn't work or this didn't work. Yeah, but dude, you're sober. Like, right. that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I'm sober. Like I used to say, yeah, yeah, I'm sober, but I don't have this, I don't have that. No, like just the basis that we were in a disease and in an activity that a lot of people friggin' die from or spend their life tortured, that that's yes. not happening with me, that I woke up sober mm. right there. That's a huge, I'm waking up with a massive win. I've, it's like winning the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I'm so glad that you said that because it is, it is. And, you know, there are usually a lot of uh, 12 step meetings that are going on right now. So you can always get there. They'll be there online. You can find it that way. But getting into a room where I see people uh, have, they're just so excited that they're sober is contagious for me. And when we did it, cause we did quite a few rooms on this and recovered life. I kept remembering back to, um, to you know, to what it was like. I, I remember uh, even when I was drinking, I would sit there and try to control it. And I'd have to, I hated it. I didn't want to be around other people. It didn't matter how nice the event was. I wanted to go home and black out. Mm -hmm. And so there was that, and then a little bit of a lull period of what to do when I got sober. And I remember the first year, because I got sober in May, that Thanksgiving, they had a Friendsgiving. And this was 25 years ago. I know it's a big trend now, but they had it had it back then. And it was amazing. Everybody made a dish. We all got together. It was so, so cool. And now I spend it not with my family, not my biological family. I spend it every year with the family that I was sponsoring her daughter. Uh, and that woman became my son's grandmother, basically. And this is the kind of thing that if you're in and around, stay in and around. All right. Because your connections, your family, all of the love will grow. And I think we should also talk about um, some some little tips about physically what you should do if you're new in sobriety. Well, yeah, and I think I think um, the feeling of gratitude though is the first tip for me because I'm going to tell you something. I'm a big person, Christina. You know that I talk a lot about sobriety as a consciousness, right? Like it is you're you're either in the consciousness. Or you're not you're not in the consciousness. If you're in the consciousness, there's this bubble of protection around us. If you're out of the consciousness, 
um, anything goes, right? It could, you could relapse, you could do something, you could say, right? Anything could happen, right? So I'm all about getting into how do I get myself into the consciousness? Gratitude is one of those things that gets me into the consciousness, right? And so for me, that is my first step is like, okay, how do I do this? And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you like a little story here and I want to hear your next tip here. But yes. I remember having a lot of like decades of sobriety, right? Like being in my second decade of sobriety, driving to a commitment that I had in a lockup in a psych ward uh, to talk with other alcoholics and being so negative. And I remember having this conversation on the phone. It's like, I didn't do what I wanted that year. And I didn't take the vacation I wanted that year. Right. And I was like sucked up into my own thing, driving a very nice car, right. Mm -hmm. With the business I owned and a lot of people around me having a home and all this other stuff that I created by working hard in recovery, but I didn't have gratitude. And I realized in that moment when I walked mm -hmm. into that psych ward and they slammed the door and I see blood on the floor and people screaming. And I realized that there's a person there that I recognize, Christina, that had been there six months since mm -hmm. I'd been last been there. It hit me like, man, like I'm a schmuck. Like I have a lot, <laughs> like I have nothing. I only have quality problems. And we hear this a lot. But perspective is my first tip, right? Like perspective. Like if you don't have perspective about where you're at, and even if you don't have all that stuff, the perspective that you're awake, aware, and alive and sober is right. so amazing that when I start with that, anything positive is going to spring from that. Negative stuff isn't going to spring from that. Wow. I love that story. I, I love that story because that really is what we, what everybody should um, remember. If you have sobriety, you've already won. You've already won anything and everything. And, um, and that is, uh, that is, I'm glad that's why we had this show because we wanted to start with that. Uh, some of the tips that I was going to offer to people, because we know that it's just not alcohol that people struggle with. It's codependency. Yeah. It's food. At Recover Life, we we have an open door policy. And so I was just going to say something that I think is important. And it might sound silly after your beautiful story, but I was like, don't go there hungry. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's, it's you're not setting yourself silly. up. It is. It you is. are. You're, you're setting yourself up and you may think like that. I mean, for me, uh, when I didn't have as much peace with food as I do now, all I was thinking about was how much I was going to eat there. And I would go and I would be nervous and hungry and I wasn't in the right place to make decisions. Bring your own beverage. If you're sober, bring your own beverage. Bring something fun that you can drink. Um, and make sure that you have a snack. Don't wait till four or five o'clock to eat before you walk in, because it's not about the food anyway. It's about the connection. And you know what I was going to say? Um, that is, so, it. no, that's amazing advice. First of all, let's not discredit that advice because <laughs> that is the nuts and bolts of actually seeing sobers. Don't go hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Let right. me throw out another tip here real quick. To, 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 because I know we see a lot of this in coaching. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving is not the time to make every amends to your family. It's yes. not the time to make grand proclamations. It's the time that you go there, maybe play a board game, watch a parade on TV, eat some turkey, have some 
dessert, find out what's going on with other people, share a little bit about what's going on with you, and then leave. It's not yes. the time to define to to dig into what you what happened to you in third grade and what you know what you know. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's not you know. And Christina, we hear this all the time. Like, how we many do. times have we gotten that emergency text? Right. Like Thanksgiving night. Holy crap! It didn't go well. <laughs> you want to yeah, let us walk you talk you off the cliff first. Do not go there to fix your family dysfunction at a event uh, because that will not turn out well. And uh, like Damon said, it's not the place or the time. Uh, there are are ways to do it. Get a coach or uh, your sponsor, depending on how you work your recovery, make sure you check in with somebody else before you go there. And like he said, just have a little story about yourself, what you want to share, because it's also not the time to be getting the third degree and uh, make sure that you're, you've got your tummy full. You've got a short amount of time yes. you're going. And if you're going to have a breakdown, go to Recovered Life check-ins on Recovered Life, share your breakdown and breakthrough at that meeting and then go, right? And then go uh, to, to the event that you're going to have. Then go. Don't do not do it there. Give us no. another quick tip, Christina, because there are people who listen to this probably that are like, man, I need all the tips I can get to get through Thanksgiving. Right. A little meditation practice, a little grounding before you walk in. As I said earlier, I call it a sandwich call. Uh, you know, call somebody. If you're at, at the event and you're listening to this on your AirPods, um, reach out and and check it out, reach out and connect to somebody. You know, I used to, whenever I was going into tough situations, call somebody and I would, I would commit my intention. I would commit my intention. This is how I intend to be. I had that in the forefront of my mind, walked in halfway through the event, reached back out. It's going well. I am still staying on my side of the street. And then at the end of the event, I went to a mm. meeting. So, so great. And I think one of the things that, too, I'm going to throw out a little last tip here, too. Know when you're the next time you're going to connect with your community. And that, you know, look, on Recovered Lives, we made RSVPs easy. Mm -hmm. So you could see your meeting schedule and go in there and say, okay, I'm going to this peer support. I'm going to go to setting healthy boundaries. I'm going to conversations that matter, right? I'm going to connect with somebody in my 12-step program or whatever that might be know when that is already RSVP so you know. So you're going in in a sober state of mind because I think this is so important for early sobriety too. A lot of times we can just forget and that's why it's so great with the sandwich call. We could just forget that we're we're sober. Yeah. Yes. And we get sucked up into it and your Aunt Mabel says, you were never really an alcoholic. Just to, it's a it's it's an Irish coffee. It's no big deal. Yes. Right? Like, yes. You know, and that is how people go out because they're not aware of what we call it. They're they they they're, they're not plugged in. They're just kind of in the. They're just kind of out there, right? Right. Like in space without a tether. And I think by having those RSVPs, it's like, oh well, I know where I'm going to be Friday. I'm going to go to Haven's meeting on yes. Saturday. I I know where I'm going to be, so I'm I'm part of something. I'm part of being sober. Sober is a consciousness. It's a thing for me. It's not just a fad, right? It's not just sober in October. This is right. how I'm actually living my life. I think that's a big tip because if you won't commit to going to a meeting in RSVP a week early, and if we make it so easy on so recovered easy. life, so easy, then maybe you have to question, like, am I committed to being, you know, am I committed to my recovery? 
Right, right. And I love the intention. I RSVP to the own, my own meetings because the system is so awesome that it reminds me, you know, oh, that's right. I've got to show up and, you know, facilitate a meeting. So I think it's a it's really, really helpful. I mean, it's it's got enough technology in that we can run it from our phone. Okay. Well, Christina, final thoughts. I've got to go put a turkey in the deep fryer um, <laughs> and make sure my inflatable okay. turkey is okay out front. Any any last thoughts here this uh, this 2022 Thanksgiving? Uh, a lot of gratitude coming from me. And I just tell everybody, stay close. It's not worth it. The relapse is not worth it. Um, stay connected and uh, we'll be around. Yeah. And I would say, you know, just have some fun, guys, too. Try to have a little bit of fun because, uh, you know, you're going to blink and you're going to be five years sober and you're going to look back and say, man, I wish I would have relaxed a little bit and had fun. But stay sober, like Christina said. If you, if you, if you can't stay sober day to day, you can't reach those miracles that we're talking about, right? And sure. gratitude is a great one. I do want to say thank you to everybody in the Recovered Life community. It's been an amazing November with the launch of Recovered Life and everything. And it's just been so amazing to connect with all the coaches and everyone. So a happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We are grateful for you. And thank you very much. Mm. Gobble, gobble, guys. Stay sober. We'll see you on the next show. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.